Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's your host, Michael Tipper. Who else would it be? Now, today's episode marks a landmark in the evolution of this podcast. So this is episode 238, and I'm now going to change and refocus and almost ramp up how I'm going to be doing this podcast. And I'll explain why, or I'll explain what I'm going to be doing shortly, but let me explain where this has come from. So I have been doing the podcast because I wanted to increase and improve my productivity. Now, I've been doing that over the last 18 months or so, and it has shown an increase. And I was using this podcast as a, as a record of my journey to share with others the journey I was taking so it could help them. And also to give me some authority and credibility in the space to show the evolution of my knowledge and my skills. And as I've done that, I've started to develop a speaking, coaching and consulting business around the productivity. Now, since we've had COVID and the world has changed, then of course my business has changed too. And I have had to pivot to delivering sessions and training from a studio I've now built into my office and deliver remotely. And that has opened up plenty of new opportunities. It closed a few doors, but it's opened up many others. And as a result of that, I am striving forward to do all sorts of things. Now, being someone who has high aspirations and often high expectations of what I can do versus what I'm actually capable of doing, sometimes it's very easy for me to overwhelm myself. I also find myself overcomplicating things, which again leads to overwhelm. And sometimes the net effect of that can be uh, a form of helplessness, which has me covering lots of things I should be doing, but not doing any of them because it's difficult to make a choice. And I've seen that pattern happen quite a few times. And over the course of this podcast, I've identified different strategies on how to apply that. But this time, with so many different things going on, I was starting to see my the quality of my effort being diluted by trying to do too many things. And I realized I would have to refocus where I would go. Now, yesterday I had a conversation with my fabulous partner who's been massively supportive throughout this. And I talked to her about the need for me to start doing more work at weekends. Now, there is a balance here because if you try and do too many hours a week, uh, then you start to fall off. The law of diminishing returns kicks in. But also, I'm of the um, school of thought that I'm here to build something. And just like we have to put a booster rocket on a shuttle to get it out of the Earth's gravity, I feel I need to put a boost into getting things in place to move the business forward. Because I feel at the moment there are a whole lot of things that aren't quite happening because I haven't quite got around to doing them. And I realize now that me taking a Sunday off and not doing anything actually makes me feel uncomfortable uh, because I know I could be working on something. But also, practically speaking, if, if I haven't quite got the momentum, haven't quite got the um, the critical mass of my forward momentum going, then nothing's going to happen. I feel I need to put more time into that. So I had a really good conversation with my um, partner last night about this. And she was brilliant. She was absolutely brilliant. And we'd had a problem in midweek when she wanted to come over but I said look no don't come over I need to work and she was a bit upset by that and I understand now because I probably was a little bit short in saying no I didn't really think about her feelings so we had a conversation around that and I thought actually the conversation about me wanting to do even more work 
was going to be a bit of a problem. But she was brilliant and supportive and understood where I was trying to uh, go and was very, very supportive. Now, I will once again say I'm not trying to be a workaholic. I'm not trying to work too hard. I just know I've got to get a critical mass going for this to really ignite and take off. I can't do it just doing a basic nine to five. So with her support and her help and now the direction I need to go, this is going to happen. So what I've been doing today, well, as it's Saturday today and my partner, she works on a Saturday, so I've had space to myself to just really sit back and look at what I want to do with um, the future. So rather than just focusing on, well, I need to sort this out about my scheduling, I need to talk this about my emails, I've taken a 50,000-foot view, as David Allen would say, from the fabulous Getting Things Done book, and taking the high-level view of where I want to go. And what I've done is I've looked at where I want to be in, I think, probably two years' time, and got this, and I've got a big whiteboard in my kitchen, my my dining room kitchen, and I've just basically drawn up a vision of where I want to be in two years' time. And I've looked at what are the skills that I need to do to get that. And I've, I've, I've identified there are three skills that I need to be able to do to achieve my vision. And first of all is in, increase my productivity. Now, I've called these superpowers. There are three superpowers I believe I need to evolve. The first one is my productivity because unless I am productive, unless I'm able to be able to marshal my energy, my resources to achieve the output I want to do in an efficient and effective way, that's doing the right things as well as doing those right things right, unless I can do that, it's going to be really difficult for me to move forward. And because of the stresses and strains of life, the reason why I started doing this was because I had noticed that my productivity a couple of years ago had fallen off way beyond I, I was really comfortable with. So that's why I started doing this again. So I realized that productivity is my superpower number one. Superpower number two is I realized I can't do it all myself. Now, I've spent the last eight years in the leadership space, developing leaders across a variety of uh, organizations and industries, and have got to understand what it takes to get groups of people to work together in teams and to identify and, and help leaders to build those teams and have them be productive and work really effectively and efficiently. So I spend a lot of time doing that. And now remote working is a is the way forward. And I've been doing a form of remote working for the last few years anyway, so I have an understanding of the challenges associated with that. But I realized that I really do need to focus on my remote team leadership. So that's my superpower number two that I need to develop. And then my superpower number three is I'm in business. And business, no business happens unless you sell something. And historically, I have not been good at selling probably because I've not done much of it, because I've not needed to because of the nature I've been able to um, partner with people and work with people. But I realize now that it is a prime skill. It is my third superpower that I need to develop. And I'm currently doing a fabulous course with a guy called Gavin Ingham, who's got something called the Sales Compass, which is amazing. I will, uh, if, I will endeavor to put a link in the show notes for this. So I'm working on those three. So I already have an established understanding of team leadership, having taught it for eight years and worked in that environment for eight years. I'm developing my productivity and I'm building my, my, my selling skills. So those are the skills that I'm looking to develop. And I have a, a route forward to that. And part of 
my future progress is about developing my skills, definitely in the productivity space, then living my knowledge. So having developed my skills is actually applying them and then sharing what I know. Now, the reason why I want to share what I know is for two reasons. The first reason is um, I, I feel I am a natural teacher. I want to share my knowledge. I enjoy sharing my knowledge. I've been a professional speaker for 20 odd years now and I really just love helping people understand concepts which I know that can help them and I enjoy there's a performance element to what I do and I enjoy doing that so that's the first reason I want to share what I know the second reason is it is a form of revenue stream for me by being able to stand up in front of a group of people and teach them some good stuff about being productive so develop my skills, live my knowledge, and share what I know. Now, living my knowledge is about taking what I know about productivity and getting things done, um, and that's about my productivity, about the, the remote team leadership and the ability to sell, applying those to develop a speaking business around productivity. Now, I don't intend to stay and just focus on being a productivity speaker. I am repositioning myself as a peak performance productivity specialist as helping people become more productive. I just happen to speak about it as well. But that's just a starting point because once I've got those skills in place, I'm then going to apply them to developing an even bigger business. And I am looking to developing a consultant business and then move into working in businesses in the future. So that's my two-year plan for moving forward. So I spent some time this morning mapping that out on my whiteboard and just getting clear. And one of the things I needed to do was ask Gary Keller's fabulous thing, fabulous question from his book, The One Thing, is what is the one thing I should focus on such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? So at the moment, I am doing a lot of stuff in the productivity space. And I'm just going to walk through. So I'm recording this in my home now. I'm just walking through into my kitchen where my whiteboard is and just to have a look at it. You may hear the change in the sound as I've walked into the kitchen. So in the productivity space, I'm doing a number of things. I am very active on LinkedIn. I'm posting every day during the working week and I'm developing contacts and leads on that. Um, I am doing this podcast, which is a big activity. It's a daily thing. I'm about to launch another podcast, which is going to be an interview podcast where I should be interviewing productive people, both just because they're productive and also specialists in topic areas related to productivity and find out what they're doing and, and learn from them. So part of my developing my skills is reading, is solving the problems I encounter, but also interviewing others. So I'm doing that. I am creating, uh, I have a video, two video series, two series, series. The first one is the Monday Morning Minute, which is advice on team leadership, remote team leadership, just a, a, a 60 second soundbite of success strategies that a team, a remote team leader can look at on a Monday morning and use that to apply it for the rest of the week. I've just launched a one minute book recommend video series where I'll recommend a good productivity book and share a tip from it. And then on top of that, I've got a number of websites um, with uh, information around productivity. And of course, I'm doing live delivery. I'm doing productivity masterclasses. In the last few weeks, I've delivered to Canada, I've delivered to the US, I've delivered to Australia and the UK. I'm doing both free and paid events, and I'm looking to start doing a regular 
um, surgery of my own, a Zoom surgery for productivity. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. And of course, with so much stuff going on there, and some of those things are in the concept stage, some of those things are in the just starting stage, it's very easy to become too thinly spread. And of course, my conversation with my partner yesterday had come about because I had realized I was too thinly spread. I needed to narrow my focus, but deepen my effort. And narrowing my focus, I can start getting very clear on what the next thing is. So what is the one thing, as Gary Keller asked, that's going to make everything else um, irrelevant or not required or make everything else easier? So I spent this morning just going through, looking at this and trying to work out what was the one thing I needed. And I came down to that, uh, to the podcast this podcast that you're listening to right now. This is my one thing. And having done that, having thought about that, it it took me a while to understand that that was the issue. It took me uh, some time to do that. But once I got to it, everything sort of fell into place because what it does, it allows me to use this Um, as a vehicle for developing my productivity. So I'm forging forward to become even more productive, to become better. I'm developing my skills. And this is going to offer me accountability because I'll be telling you I'm doing something and then reporting back on it. It's going to give me an opportunity to also reflect. So at the end of a day, I'll be able to use this podcast to uh, review what I've done, to reflect and then record the podcast. And instead of just being me finding something just so I can record a podcast, I've done episodes that have been a minute long. I've done episodes that have been 25 minutes long, although they're very, very rare, or they were very rare. So I have been sort of poking a stick at this podcast thing by just finding something just to say, just to say I've done a daily episode, just to say I've got something up there, just to say, look, I've got 237 episodes. I think if we go back along those, probably... 10 to 15% of them are pretty good true content, are pretty good true development of my, my own abilities. And I need to change that. I'm going to change that. So um, that's another reason for doing this podcast in this way. But also, it allowed me to build a list of people who are also interested in developing their productivity. And also, it will serve as a credibility and authority piece for me when I start pushing my marketing even further. I think... I have got into the habit of doing the daily podcast, although it's, I think I've been doing this like 15 months, I've done 237 episodes, so the first eight months or so was, was full on and then it drifted off a little bit, um, but I'm getting back into that now. So it will serve as a credibility piece. So this is episode 238, and this marks the change in moving forward. Um what I'd also noticed in um, having revitalized this podcast about two, three weeks ago is I'd set up a process where I would think about something, record it, and then I would pass it over to my um, brilliant virtual assistant who would transcribe it, put it all up on the blog, the record and everything, and then leave it for me to edit the transcription. 
And what was happening was because I was busy, because I, I, the editing task is something that, oh, do I really have to do this again? Um, and it's just like, I, it's like I'm done with this now. Let me move on. I found that I was putting it off. And I had, I had one point, I had seven episodes waiting to be published, but hadn't been published because I hadn't pressed or hadn't edited the... Uh, it was taking me like 30 minutes to edit a five-minute episode to, because the transcription of my r- ramblings uh, to turn that into proper written English takes a bit of effort. So I was the constraint in the system, which meant out uh, uh, that things weren't... It wasn't flowing very well. So I decided that I needed to re-engineer the system. And what I'm doing now is instead of transcribing this, I am, I've started to realize that I need to spend more time focusing during the day what I'm doing. Why, what am I learning from my productivity? Because I'm researching this all the time. I'm working in productivity, so I'm capturing some great stuff. But I'm also developing my own skills. So how are those skills going? So this last week I've spent time looking at how I handle meetings, having identified just how badly I was handling meetings. And that evolution I recorded to a certain degree. But I want to give a more richer experience of what the day is going to be like. So I thought, right, how am I going to do that? So rather than editing a transcript of this, I'm going to be capturing my thoughts and summarising my thoughts in writing first and then recording my thoughts around that summary and then use that summary as my blog post. And what that will do is I'll get a better capture, more summary capture rather than just a capture of all the stream of consciousness that comes out of this in written form. And then listening to this will give you a, f- give you a deeper insight into what uh, I've talked about or what I've written about. So... In doing that, I've had to think about, okay, well, how does this work from a system perspective? And I've created a template in Evernote that allows me to capture this stuff. And I'm going to be looking at what my productivity development journal, which is basically what I've just talked through now. I'm going to be capturing lists of the problems I've encountered that I need to fix, um, the really resources that I found I think are useful, and then ideas. I'm constantly coming up with ideas, metaphors, techniques, processes, and I'll share those with you. And then any productivity quotes I come up with. So I've got this whole template that will allow me to capture the necessary to then give that to my assistant who will then take it forward, upload it, and then publish it rather than wait for me to get involved. So, uh, so that's what uh, th- that's come out of today. So in doing this re-engineering, I had to remind myself that this podcast isn't for you. This podcast is for me. And that's where the focus is going to be. But it is for you in as much as you will learn so much by my mistakes. I will share lots of great valuable content. I will point out the things that have worked for me and re- introduce you to resources and ideas and approaches that you will benefit from. But I'm doing it by focusing on what makes what works for me. And I will fully engage and I'll fully dive into it and I'll give you the lessons from that. So you will get a lot from listening to these episodes I can guarantee that but my mental shift is how is this working for me how can this work for me because I want to come out the end of this uber productive um, so that I can apply it to the next part of my master plan so that uh, that's been the development of 
my podcast today. So in the past, I'd have ended the episode there. But what I want to do is just just talk about some of the other stuff that's happened today. So one of the problems that I had mentioned or identified last week was that my calendar system was just all over the place. And I didn't really have a proper appointment system in place and stuff would come in, uh, bookings and uh, one-to-ones with new contacts would come in. And they were on post-it notes. Sometimes I'd put them into my Google calendar. Sometimes they would just hang on a post-it note. And it was a mess. It was a complete mess. And I think I even missed an appointment because I didn't uh, have it sorted. Now, as someone who is supposedly a productivity specialist, that's diabolical. So a few weeks ago, I invested in Calendly, which is one of these online um, booking systems, and have been using that a little bit, but I hadn't interfaced it with my Google Calendar. It's one of those things I've been putting off and putting off, but I contacted the support team at Calendly thinking I had a problem, but they just came back and said, look, you need to integrate it with um, your Google Calendar, and that will solve the problem that you've got. Because I found that when I was getting a booking and just saying yes to accepting the booking that it was it wasn't putting any of the contact details in just saying we got a booking and that was it and that wasn't good enough so i went to them and said look this is the problem they came back very politely but clearly they thought clearly it must be a question they've answered time and time again but they were so respectful as though it was the first one and they oh it's oh oh, i can understand why you've got that so they were brilliant uh, and i told them so so I've now interfaced that with uh, Calendly. So I spent um, a good hour or so just understanding Calendly, just setting up the opportunity for uh, when to have one, one-to-one. So I'm often getting people saying, look, when can we have a chat? When can we meet? And so rather than going, well, are you available this date? Are you available that date? What I do, I just send them a link to the Calendly that opens up two slots in my day. So I allocate two slots a day, two 30-minute slots a day that people can book with me so we can have a one-to-one or a conversation. And I just send them the link. And this worked really well for me a few weeks ago. Someone uh, I had not spoken to for a while said, we need to get together, shall we do it? I said, yeah, fine, here's a slot. I just sent them the link and that was it. No backwards and forwards. They clicked it, arranged it, and that was all sorted. And it's such an easy system. But because I hadn't integrated properly, I was adding it to my calendar manually. And of course, that the friction associated with that was enough that I wasn't doing it properly. But now I've cleared that and I spent the afternoon doing that. And all of a sudden, it, uh, I had this idea it was going to be a big task. It took about 20 minutes. And I just went through my calendar, make sure everything was in. And now it's sorted. I've got a much better handle on what's going on. So uh, that's... Uh, that's that problem. Other things that I've encountered that will probably be covered in future episodes, I start to fix them, is that my emails, I'm letting them settle in my inbox um, and I'm effectively allowing my inbox to be a form of to-do list, which just does not work at all because every time I go in and see what to do next, there's more emails and I get easily distracted. I am block block checking my emails, but I'm not dealing with some of the things effectively enough. I'm about to do a masterclass on email management. And I know the stuff. I know what I should be doing. But embarrassingly enough, I'm not doing it as much as I should be doing. So that's something I need to work on next. And then another thing that's coming to, I'm starting to notice is the, the depletion of my mental energy sometimes gives me cause for concern. So I'm really good in the morning. I apply myself very, very well in the morning. If I get up and I just work for the first few hours, I 